right, this is the Midnight 30 Podcast. I am your host, Langel. Yeah, I'm Jeremy. Hey, how you doing? Not too bad. Good. How you doing? Oh, man, I'm doing real good. Um, still, uh, still working from home. Um, you know, really, all things considered, man, I'm doing great. <clears throat> Kids and I have been doing some projects around the house. Uh, I mean, the weather's been phenomenal lately. I mean, I can't, you can't. <coughs> For now, I heard it's supposed to drop back down. Really? Supposedly, yeah. Dang, it. Jeez, how cold it's supposed let, to be. Let me, let me, okay. I, I gotta clarify that. <coughs> that one <coughs> doesn't sound like a lighter. Let's see. Uh, on Friday, yeah, it's supposed to be 50. Okay, what's the high? Oh, the high is 50. Oh, burr. Low is 30. Dang it. <laughs> yeah. But man, it's going to go back up to the 60s. Nice. Well, it's been really, really nice lately, so I've been enjoying it. Um, man, just been chilling, just getting a lot of stuff done. I've been really enjoying it. I'm just hoping, pray everybody's doing well. So what about you? You still been working? Yep. I'm thinking about <clears throat> taking my vacation uh, next month. Dude, that'd be awesome. I'm waiting until everything opens up again. That way it's like... You know, not putting a strain on other people I work with. Sure, but also, you know, so you could, that way you can do something on your vacation. Yeah, that way you see my family, because, yeah. you know, I can't exactly go to another state right now. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Apparently, they've got checkpoints set up. Is that true? Uh, I don't know. I haven't tried no. to go to... I don't, I don't know. I've been, I've been hearing that, but <clears throat> I don't know if it's true. Me either. Uh, you know? I haven't. All I've been going to is work and home. So, yeah. Yeah. And occasionally Walmart, but even then, that's a gamble because I hate dealing with people. I had to go to <laughs> Aldi's in Joplin the other day, and I had to wait outside of Aldi's because all their carts were, they were just, you had to wet line away, so I had to wait to get into Aldi's. Are they, is everybody using their stimulus to food hoard again? Man, I don't. I hope not, because I mean, really, you've got, we got to the point where I can understand the the scare first, and right whenever that happened, <clears throat> I did go and I bought two carts full of groceries, so I wouldn't have to go. And we, I mean, we're set. I mean, you know, we don't we 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 need nothing. Uh, we have got plenty. But that that day, I went because I'm like, well, I don't want to be coming. I've, there's something I absolutely need. I don't want to have to go do that. But we did forget band aids, and we came across an issue where we needed band aids, and we didn't have any band aids. So I had to go to the convenience store and get band-aids. Uh, so, but yeah, we're we're doing good. Uh, we're very, very fortunate, very, very blessed. So I mean, I yeah, I can't complain. I just really can't. It's just doing very good. Mm. So very, very thankful. Um, but <clears throat> anyways, we're gonna talk about what we've been playing. So anyways, I want to start this out with you first because we had this conversation. You've been playing what? Fallout 4. <laughs> so you still play Fallout 4, and I want to get into the Fallout mythos a little bit. So tell me, does this Fallout 4, because I, again, I, we talk about all the time, I've never cracked it open, I've never played it. <clears throat> Do you think, is this in any way connected with the third one? Um, actually, yes. There is a... A character who is in the third one. Really? He uh, is a kid running the lamplight. Okay. McCready. 
Oh, I think I remember this guy. Okay, his name is McCready? Yeah. Okay. And in okay. Fallout 4, he is an assassin for hire. Okay. So I guess it might take place maybe 20, 25 years after <clears throat> Fallout 4. Sweet. Okay. <clears throat> because uh, I loved Fallout 3. I played Fallout 3 in its entirety, I believe. However, I did not... I played a good chunk of the DLC, but there was a game-breaking bug in the DLC in Fallout 3 where um, you, it was something called the pit, and I remember there was a point in the pit where I got stuck, and I could not. I love the pit. Oh, I could not, get, I couldn't get out of there. <clears throat> so, and the thing is, remember on the Bethesda games, well, I, my saves got jacked up to where I couldn't, I had saved it, uh, I think I saved it to where I the place I was at before and then there, I, 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 no, I could have went back, but it was like a long way. I mean, I would have lost a lot of progress and I just got sick of it. I'm here going, I, I can't, I can't go back and do it all again. So uh, that's whenever I stopped was the pit. The pit was fun. I remember the weapons you got were very cool. Uh, but yeah, I, I did enjoy Fallout 3. Now in Fallout 3, do you remember the spoiler on this, by the way, at the ending? How did you, did you go in and save or did you have your, your radiation buddy? I did it. Did you? Yeah. I think I did too. I because think I'm I all noble apparently when yeah. I play games. <laughs> I think I did too. Um, and then how did they explain that with the DLC? Like did they have to like wake up or something like that? Um, you just like, well, whenever I beat the game, it just, you know, it does the ending sequence and then you reawaken and, you know, there's more to be done. Okay, cool. I remember my, my, radi my radiation monster guy, whatever, he was really cool. Uh, the super mutant? Yes, the super mutant. I thought he was great. Yeah. yeah. I got karma, like a lot of karma. <laughs> really? Because uh, I, I don't know, I, I did it with speech and intelligence uh -huh. and I tried to... I jacked that all the way up. Yeah. That way, whenever I did something, I had so much karma that, like, it just uh -huh. was crazy. Uh, yeah. Like, why did I make him such yeah. a good character? Yeah. Mm. I, I still wish I would have played more of Fallout New Vegas because I feel like everybody says that's the best one. I mean, everybody everybody still to this day is like, Fallout New Vegas is the best one. It is. <clears throat> a lot more, a lot darker than the others. Yeah. But I like Fallout 4 where your guns don't break, right? Yeah, that's a good thing. That's huge. Oh, that's great. I need to, I need to, I would get it just because of that. Um, and I have it, I just, again, I have not devoted time to it uh, because I've been playing other games that we're going to be talking about here in a little bit. Um, so uh, now how far, how far are you in Fallout? Um, I beat the main quest and I'm getting ready to do the uh, automaton. And then I was going to do the, uh, the Vault Tech one. <clears throat> and you, tech. Can, you can build your own vault and stuff. You build your... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard about that. Yeah. <coughs> I definitely want to do that one first. And then I want to save the best for last, the Nuka World, because you hang out with a bunch of raiders and you can become a raider yourself. And their Neat. outfits are just amazing. That's so. cool. Oh, and by the way, background, we are drinking, I'm drinking some cherry vanilla. So if you guys hear ice clattering or everything, cherry vanilla. I mean, well, I just have a vanilla pepsi. <laughs> this cherry vanilla is not bad. Yeah, I agree. That. <clears throat> like, I mean, I am um, actually quite enjoy it. It's not bad. 
pretty surprised. Um, you can top it off with that if you want. No, I'm good. I'm good. I still got a little bit. Thank you. I still got a whole nother. I just got cherry now. Oh. Mix mm -hmm. yeah. it up a bit. Yeah, fancy me. <clears throat> um, now, the Fallout 4, how long would you say it, took, it takes you to do the campaign? Just the main, just the main deal, mm. no side quests. Wow. And also, let me ask you, do you need to do the side quests in order to get some better weapons? Well, they're pretty much <coughs> optional. You can, you can, if you don't do it, you're not going to, like, oh, shoot, I forgot this cool weapon. And you're not going to be able to do, like, you don't have this cool weapon that you got in a side mission, so therefore the, the next level is going to be harder. Is that is that like that? Oh, not exactly. Because you can, uh, it's random drops, you know, legendary random drops. Okay. Now, what's like, the tiers of stuff? Oh man, uh, let's see here. Uh, the harder the gameplay, like you can put it on very hard, and you will meet a legendary enemy quite a bit. And if you take them out, you get legendary weapon. What level are you playing at? Uh, I'm playing it very hard. Nice. Because, well, I also make my character take a bunch of jet to slow down time because nice. almost everything I meet tries to kill me. Yeah. So. And I've interrupted you like three times, so go ahead. Oh. So, you, go ahead. So, like, you, the harder you go, you get better drops. Okay. Now, back to my first question. And I'm so sorry I interrupted you. How long do you think the main story would take you? Oh, it took me about. I played it. Once a day because my work, and yeah. I got Wednesdays off, and I played every Wednesday for about four hours or so uh -huh. for the last few weeks. Mm -mm. When was the last time I was over here? Last Thursday. I've actually been working on it off and on, like towards the end of the night. Mm -hmm. I'll put in two hours or so. Yeah. It took me darn near three weeks to do the main quest. And that's like adding, and that's doing. Anywhere from an hour to two hours a night, you'd say? Right, and some days I wouldn't do it at all. So it, yeah, I'd say roughly, I want to say close to 30 or 50 hours. Okay, yeah, because I was wondering if you did like six, like, you know, let's say you did, you know, two hours for five days, you know, that's 10 hours. So you worked out for three weeks, you know, that's, you know, 30 to 40 hours, you know, even 50. You know, if you had some nights on there where you just couldn't sleep. Um, that's pretty good. That's kind of how my, my gameplay style is like that, where I will, before I go to bed, I'll play like an hour or two, and after that, I'm, I just need to, do you find yourself having to do something else? Yeah, I'll wait after a while and go like, say, oh, I'm going to go uh, look on YouTube at new music now. Yeah. And then stuff like that. Vary up your life, you know, get some spice in there. Um, yeah, now what about the DLC? How much, how many, how many DLCs are there? Let me see. There's Automaton. Uh, the Volt Tech one, the Nuka World, and Far Harbor. So. That one looks cool with the lighthouse. Yeah. Yeah. And the giant deep sea anglers and the giant uh, oh, hermit crabs. Cool. I really like that one. That looks neat. There was, there was a Fallout deal called Lookout Point or something like that. Something Lookout Fallout hmm. for Fallout Three or something like that. I remember that, and I remember playing that because I had the crazy like hillbilly guys on the beach or something like that. Oh, mm. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I was trying. What was it? To, that was uh, Fallout Three. Uh, I forgot the name of it, but I went into that house, and then that ghoul guy's like yes. helped me find them off, and it was like yeah. a bunch of. Uh, it almost reminded me of horror films. It a did. Bunch of psychotic rednecks. <laughs> yeah, it seemed like like you know the wrong turn, kind of like. You yeah, know. that's what kind of vibe it gave off for me. I still haven't managed to beat that yet because whenever I tried to play it, my character was 
apparently not high level enough. Uh, and those guys took me their, out. Their BA. I remember you got a, you got a double barrel shotgun in that. I remember that very yeah, well. Yeah, and it still didn't work well enough. No, for me. <laughs> I, I remember that being very hard. I think that was the last DLC I played. I remember that now. Yeah, that was the last DLC. So maybe I did beat the pit, or maybe I just somehow got to lookout because I did play lookout. I can't remember now, but I do remember that one was fun. So, so more Fallout 4, you've been doing that. It sounds like fun. It sounds like I really need to... I really feel like I'm missing out you on this. You would love Nuka World because yeah. the DJ is Andrew WK. Yes. And he's a raider, and he's bragging about how good he is. And then, like, you know, he'll be like, uh -huh. doesn't matter, shut up. <laughs> so That's funny. cool. I think he'd like it. Nice. Okay. Well, um, I've been playing some more Doom Eternal. And I was talking to you before. Imagine, the best way I can describe Doom Eternal is this. You know the, uh, in the 90s, the heavy metal um, CD covers or radio record covers. You know, you'd have like, you know, the bones, you know, and devil horns and stuff like that. You know, just really outlandish uh, art. And then significant other comes along. Yes. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so, so you got this just crazy. Uh, I mean, it's just outlandish, over the top, like rebellious, like hey, devil, hell, you know, fire, you know, big gnarly weapons, you know, and big swords and stuff. Well, imagine if somebody said, hey, let's make this into a video game. And Doom was that video game. Uh, Why does that remind me of Jack Black's game that he had? Brutal Legend? Yeah. yeah. I love that game, by the way. I loved Brutal I've Legend. Seen you play it a little Oh, bit. it was such a smart game. I loved that game. I wish they would bring that back on the Xbox One X and get some, get some graphics on that thing, because I loved that game. I beat that thing. Uh, to its entirety. Is it really metal? Like, it, yeah, Does it, it have is. references to like old school bands? Yes, it does. You have Ozzy in there. You have, I mean, it's a great game. I would love for my son to play it because he's big into rock. But we were playing it one day and of course it's got the F-bomb a whole bunch of times. I'm like, well, shoot, I can't play that. Uh, but, oh, yeah, it's, it's kind of like that but just more metal. Uh, hmm. I am now in Hell. No, I'm in the City of the Damned. And you go there and there's this giant demon, you know, hung, like a drape, his head is draping over this, uh, this cliff and his eyes are bleeding out lava. And then you're this pit, huge pit of lava and you have to jump over lava. It's like, this is so dumb. Because why not? <laughs> yeah, this is so dumb. I mean, it's stupid. Um, and uh, it's almost like, you know, it's almost like a Clive Barker hell a little bit. You know, it's, it's really got a lot of the Hellraiser vibe. Um, but I got a sword. Like, you get a huge, gigantic sword um, in this game. And spoiler, sorry, spoiler. Well, you know, yeah, no, it's not a spoiler because it's in the preview. Um, but there's a huge, gigantic demon. And the robot says, hey, there's because there's a robot now in your Fortress of Doom. He says, hey, if you rip this sword out, you know, the demon's going to come back to life. Well, the guy just breaks off the sword and the demon, and, you know, fine. And so now he has to go get a new blade. So he finds this, you know, gem, puts it in the in the in the handle, and then there's this huge pit of lava, like energy, hell energy. Dips the sword, like dips the handle into the lava, brings it out. This huge, gigantic red energy hell sword, um, and you can kill anything except for the enemy, the marauder, which is a pain in the butt. The marauder enemy is very, very hard. Uh, 
but you can kill anything with one, like, you know, just... Um, there's, there is monsters that are five times bigger than you, and you come up to them with the sword, and just the sword and just go whack, whack, dead. Uh, it is... This game is a blast. I have three more levels, and I will have beaten the game. Uh, they're doing some DLC with this game, which I'm so excited about. Um, but I... I'll tell you what, I, I, this game, Doom Eternal, is just a phenomenal game, and I'm looking forward to beating it. I still need to play the one before that You one. do, and after I'm done beating this one, I'm going to go back to the other one and finish it, because I, sorry, I did finish it on the PlayStation 4, but I want to play it on the Xbox One X to its entirety, because um, I did it on the PS4, and so I'm doing the Xbox One X because it's Xbox One X enhanced, and it's got some better graphics on there, so. Uh, but I've been doing that... Um, I'll tell you what, that, get this game, it's so much fun. I haven't even touched the, the multiplayer. I mean, I haven't even touched multiplayer yet, uh, but it's, it's just a blast. Um, I might try to play Far Cry Primal first, just because oh, see, I really love Yeah, 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 see, Far Cry Primal is the one that I played about an hour or two of, I told you before, and um, it was good. So, um, next, you care to talk about um, the other game I've been playing? Okay, so... <clears throat> Uh, I am sure. Fort. <laughs> so, Fortnite. Have you heard of this game? Who hasn't heard of it? I mean, I never played it, but then again, you know, it's like everybody recommended it. Yeah. Um, my youngest loves it. Uh, my oldest, he likes it, but he doesn't like to admit it sometimes. It goes back and forth because, and to his, and to his credit, you remember how Call of Duty was so good that it was just annoying to play because you just get killed every five seconds? Right. So it's like, why play? The only way you get good is if you literally spent hours upon hours playing it, you know? And you prefer to do, like, the campaign that yes. way you have a chance. And then you play multiplayer, like, well, that's fine, but I'd have to spend two to six hours to get good. And then once you do that, okay, now you better continue to play it because if you take a few days off and you get back in, everybody's way better than you and it's just no more fun. It's such a time commitment and I have a life. Right, I hate so, those grindy type Oh, I, I know. But there's this level. There's this new mode. It's called Operations, I believe it's called. Um, loadout Operation or something like that. Anyways, here's what you do. You got four people. Ooh. So me, my two boys, and one of their friends, um, we pick our weapon. It's like a, it's like a, a, a slot roll where it's, it gives you three options. You pick your weapon and you pick your trait. So I got a submachine gun and I regenerate shield. Okay, do that. <clears throat> All right, then we play against four guys and the ones with the most kills wins. Awesome, then the next time, okay. Next round, roll again. Okay, now I get a shotgun and I reload weapons faster, awesome. So you keep the guns and the, the traits that you had before. So by the time you're at you know, the fourth round, you have all these different traits and you got all these different weapons and so you're playing against the people that are really good. And so we love it. <clears throat> and there's a, <laughs> there's a point on this where we're playing and you have all these skins and I'm like this really goth, dark Easter bunny. It's friggin' cool. I'm just, <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's, it's fantastic. The, 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 the skins in this game, they are really fun and I enjoy them a lot. Uh, and there's like, there's these, some of these skins, you're like, this is a really cool skin. Um, and you can constantly just be upgrading yourself. It's, just, it's, a, it's a fun game just of, of cosmetics. 
anyways, they, we were we were just playing. We won. We did uh, four battles, and we won. We were like, you know, the winners. So our team was the top one. <clears throat> we were playing with this other guy. We have no idea who he was, but he was good. <laughs> anyways, there's a point where the first round, we got out, and I'm the first one that gets killed, as always. I'm not good at this game. I'm really not, but I still enjoy it. So anyways, we're going, and we're going back and forth, like, oh my gosh, there's somebody behind you. Well, the last part, we dive down, and there's this lighthouse, okay? So we dive straight down really, really fast, and then about that time, all of a sudden, uh, my youngest said, there's a banana behind you! And sure enough, there's a guy in a banana outfit. Like, it's basically, it's a huge banana. Like, it's a, it's not a man, it's not a, Sounds weird. It's not a man dressed as a banana. It is literally, <clears throat> imagine if a banana was in a suit. So it's this banana in a suit. And I turn around and there he is right there looking at me. So I fire and fire and keep on firing. I miss him every single time. And then all of a sudden, this guy that comes out that's dressed like a Christmas tree comes out and saves the day. We were so pumped, you know. <laughs> it's like, oh, it was, it was such a great time. I, I really enjoy that because it was with my kids and I wouldn't be playing this game if it wasn't you know with my kids it's it's a really really fun game where all of us guys can just get together and play so anyways uh, I've been playing that and I've been enjoying it um, so uh, and I would like to play whenever we get we're gonna take a break here and I have a little treat here is it the Dead by Daylight mobile game just came out oh today. Boy. <laughs> the Dead by Daylight mobile game. Can you give it a try? No, not yet. I just downloaded it. Oh. So we're going to try and see how it is and see if we can make people mad again. <clears throat> Which you have not got to see people get mad yet, have you? No, not yet. Oh. I wish you could. I've seen the comments. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so, anyways. Um, but yeah. So, um... That's what I've been playing, and we'll talk about uh, Dead by Daylight uh, mobile here in a little bit, because we'll play a little bit, and then we'll reconvene all this stuff. Is there anything you'd like to say before we take a little break? Uh, I can't think of anything at the moment. All right, okay. All right, so we will be returning here in just a little bit. We're going to take a little break here, and uh, we'll be back. So anyways, this is the Minute Theory Podcast. We'll see you in a second. Bye. Right, later. All right, and we're back. Midnight 30 Podcast. Langel Jeremick, we're here. All right, so we played the Dead by Daylight mobile by trying to get it to work. <laughs> uh, it would not work. It was applying a patch. It finally got to the point it was going to apply a patch, and it was a big patch. So um, we'll see how it goes. That's We'll go from there. We're, um, we're big daylight, Dead by Daylight fans. I am as well. You, you, are, you haven't played it, but you enjoy hearing about it and talked about it and we've you've watched me play so right. i think you would be you would enjoy once you got into it and you whenever you just um had that persona of the killer i think it's just great uh i, I speaking of dead by daylight i follow the dead by daylight community and then somebody went on there and posted a picture you know like the kids nowadays call them memes but i call them pictures <laughs> uh it said Killers kill. Killers are meant to kill the survivors. Changed my mind. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then had this, this, all these people out here just are getting, you know, I mean, just, I just, I, I'm still just so surprised at how people get so mad about it. 
Um, and there was one that said, uh, um, zero kills, zero kills, you're a good killer. Uh, you know, kill all the survivors and you're a bad killer. And that's true because they, I, I, don't, I don't get it. They, they want, the survivors want the killer to be somebody that, you know, just plays by their rules. And it's, and that's why I guess I love this game because it's so irritating to some and I enjoy it so much. So maybe that says something about me. But man, I do, I do love the Dead by Daylight games. I really do. Uh, the Dead by Daylight is just such a great genre. Whoever, I mean, I know the company, whenever the game's first coming out, they, I think it was a Kickstarter maybe, but I remember them talking about this game going, hey, you're the serial killer and you're the, you're the killer, but you just have to kill the survivors. And it was just a great idea because I thought, oh, this, these Halloween tropes, we just, we get to play as them. I just love it. So, all right. Um, anyways, I am, I have finished reading uh, two books. Now this author is by the name of Joseph Delaney. And he writes these books called uh, The Spooks, The Spook. And uh, there's also the, um, they're known over here in the States as The Last Apprentice. Over in, over the pond, I believe he's in Europe. I think he's in Europe. New, New oh, he's in the UK. He, yeah, he's in the UK. Um, he, over there, they call him The Spook. These, ga these books are, imagine, Harry Potter, but darker. Um, it is, I mean, with every book, they keep on getting darker and darker and darker. Uh, just to the story, the spook is this guy that takes care of all these witches, and the witches uh, are these creatures that, you know, can they control boggarts and all that stuff. They're allergic to silver and all that, has their own mythos. Um, but anyways, you got Thomas Ward, who is the Spook's apprentice, and he's the seventh son of the seventh son. A movie came out a while back called The Seventh Son, and it was uh, with Jeff Bridges. I don't know if you remember this movie. Mm, so it was, the movie was, I love Jeff Bridges. I think he's a great actor. He's my favorite actor. But uh, the movie was not that fantastic. I've seen The Giver with him in it. Oh, what'd you think of that? It's just like the book. I mean, I've never read the book. I've heard the book's good. Uh, Do you know I, there's like two or three books of that, like in connected? There's like a, a trilogy. Did you know this? Yeah, I, I thought the book was like whenever I read it when I was younger. I had to do a book report on it, uh, so when I read it, I was like forced to. So I, I don't sure, think I enjoy it as much. Sure. But at the same time, I thought, what's the point of this? Yeah. And then whenever I see it in movie form, it's like, oh well, that, that's easy yeah. understanding. I, I watched the movie, and my wife said, "You need to read the book." And I, the the movie had Jeff Bridges, so I was here going, "Okay, this is already gonna be fantastic." And I I need to read that book because there's a tr it's a trilogy, so I need to I need to get that series and read it. But uh, anyways, I am now four and a half books. Actually, sorry, take that back. I am five. I am six books into this series. Um, there's a total of 13 main books, I believe, in this series. And there's some other, like, they call them like half books, uh, where it's basically a small book between the series. So I read book four and a half today. And it's, you know, it's about, it was like 160 pages. And it just has these little stories that tell more about the characters, which they're fantastic. But 
Um, Joseph Delaney, the last apprentice, um, the spook's apprentice, whatever you want to call it, it just depends, but it is, oh, it is a very, very good series. If you like, if you're a fan of Harry Potter, you'll like it because it's just darker. I mean, I, I remember reading Harry Potter and I, I fell in love with Harry Potter. Like, this is a dang good series. I've read all the books and they were very, very good books. Um, so, uh, that's what I've been reading and I'm get, I'm actually right now I'm reading, uh, Cabin, The Cabin at the End of the World. Oh, I got, to, okay, so I got to tell you this. Okay, The Cabin at the End of the World. It's by an author called Paul Tremblay. Um, and he, um, he, uh, he is a math teacher at his school. So, and he writes, uh, and he's an amazing writer, but he's a math teacher. So all these people in his school or you know, all this faculty are like, what the So heck? he writes the equations. Yeah. I mean, he, he's an amazing <laughs> author. Uh, he's got a couple of books. I've read one of his two, no, one of his books, A Head Full of Ghosts, which A Head Full of Ghosts is, oh man, it's an excellent book. Uh, <clears throat> you don't know exactly what's going on because you don't know if the kid is possessed or not. Head Full of Ghosts is a very, 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 very good book. Um, yeah, it's great. Anyways, uh, this book is called The Cabinet of the World. And I will tell you the first part of the chapter. It's not, it's, it's spoilery, I guess, but it's the first chapter. So there's this couple and um, the couple is there. Sorry, they talk about this couple and they have their daughter outside playing at this cabin that they're at, you know, on a vacation, you don't really know exactly. But you got this, this guy over here comes up to the little girl and starts talking to the little girl and how they explain it where you're like, this guy doesn't seem quite right, but he's very nice to her and he's kind of creepy, but only creepy because you know of like people are weird. Right. But I mean, just from looking at the guy's mannerisms, he's completely normal. Like he's just a very nice gentleman, very nice guy. Well, anyways, as the little girl's talking, the man looks at her and says, hey, this wasn't your fault. And they turn around and they see um, some people. She sees people come up from the driveway and they have these makeshift weapons and some like, you know, barbed wire on them, some of these makeshift knives, these really gnarly weapons. And he looks at her and goes, this was not, this was not your fault. You have to go up and tell your parents that they these you have to tell your parents that they must let us in your house. Just know that you, they have to let us in your house. He said, we don't mean to hurt you. It wasn't your fault, but we're saving the world. You have to do this right now. And then she books on up to the house and he's screaming at her, please let us in. You don't know what is at stake. And that's the first chapter. And uh, it's, it's good. I'm, I'm starting to read a little bit of the second chapter. Um, but that book... So far, I mean, it's it's amazing. Uh, Open is up with readers. <laughs> I mean, you're here like, what could it be? I mean, it's it's great. So, and then I am reading also Clive Barker's Book of the Damned, and this is cool because it's a, it's a comic book, and there's and there's four books of it. So you know the Hellraiser, right? Okay, so this comic book is 
done in a way that like Clive Barker at the beginning of it says, hey, this book was given to me on Hollow's Eve. I don't know what its contents are, read at your own risk. So then you start reading and then there's this character that, that's talking to the homeless man. And so he talks about this, this it's like a book within a book. Uh, Why does he do that? I know, but I love it. I just, I love it. Uh, Darn and, it, Clive. I know. And there's a point where the character is talking to this homeless man. The homeless man says, says you ever watch the movie Hellraiser, the Hellraiser series? And it's like, yeah, I remember that. And so then now the guy starts telling this person about the Hellraiser stuff. And so far I'm reading it. It's entertaining, but I don't. I think one of the characters is Pinhead. Have you seen the originals? No, I've only seen parts of them. I've only seen bits and pieces. Um, but I think it's Hell. I think it's Pinhead that I'm talking. I'm listening about here in this comic book. But and it's not a comic book. It's really just a story, and then on story on one side of the a book, and then a picture on the other side. So it's really not a comic book. It's really it's it, it's a it's a it's a book, which is pictures. Sounds like a half-graphic novel, kind of like what Stephen King did with Cycle of the Werewolf. Okay, know. yeah. Yeah, it's like, here's this side, and it's just, it's there's not captions with, like, you know, people talking. It's just, here's this side with writing, and then the right and side the, has a I, picture. Yeah, there's a picture. Yeah, so that's it. Um, I mean, I'm liking it so far. I've only read two pages, but those two pages are very dense. I mean, there's a lot of information in just those two pages because they're very, very big. Um I don't know where it's going from here, but I mean, it's Clyde Barker. I'm, I love Clyde Barker. I, it needs to give me some more clarification on this. If it's, I, cause I could see this being just, you know, hey, it is Pinhead and they're talking about Pinhead and, and how uh, he's always kind of, and thing is Pinhead's always wanting to go against Lucifer cause he wants to control hell. Right. And the last Pinhead book was called The Scarlet Gospels, which is an amazing, Clyde Barker book. It's his last, Clyde Barker's last um, novel that he did. He's done a couple of novellas. Is he not doing anything with Hellraiser anymore? Do, uh, probably well, not. Well, not the movies, but I mean the books. book. Yeah, probably not. He uh, This last one, did The Scarlet Gospels, it's probably going to be done uh, in that book. It, it was a very good, it tied it up well to where if he wants to make another one, he left it open to make another one. But I think he's he's at the point where he's done it he's, he's finished with it now there was a prequel uh, Clyde Barker endorsed the guy you know that he asked a guy to write the prequel for him and it was a little novella and it was called The Toll and it mm. and it talks about a, it talk, it's a prequel sorry to the Scarlet Gospels and it deals with the original remember the lady in the first pinhead I believe the, I believe so she's the one who brings back him. her yeah, it brings back her, when I like her lover or something like that. I think so. Yeah, anyways, it has her in it, I think. Or I can't, yeah, to exact camera, but. Oh, man, I'd have to read it. I know, I know, but um, that whole series was very, very good. Uh, but that, the, the toll is what it talks about. So, anyways, Joseph Delaney, great author. He's, a, I mean, he's young adult. Like, it's a young adult book I'm reading. Uh, that I just, the two books I read were young adults. But I, I wouldn't let my. I wouldn't let my youngest read it. I'd let my oldest read it. Uh, but my youngest would, I mean, my youngest is 11. He, I wouldn't let him read this, because I mean, it's it's dark. I mean, there's like like kids being, like 
eaten. <laughs> you know, they're, oh, it's, yeah. it's really. I still want to read uh, Lord of Illusions. Oh, it's good. Um, uh, the movie I've seen. I'm sorry. Uh, yes, yes, you have. You've seen it, and I've read the book. Um, Lord of Illusions, it's totally a different beast. Um, Was he trying to do some kind of film noir thing with the detective? Yeah, that's his, that's his, uh, Harry de, 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 de Amour. Harry, de, I can't remember his name. But yeah, that Harry, that de Amour guy is a character that is in a lot of his books. He occurs in a lot of Clive Barker's books. Hmm. So I did not know this, but yeah, he's in there quite a bit, uh, which is cool, but that is like his big, um, character. And I got to get all the Harry Demore, Demore, whatever his name is, uh, books. I've read two of them, which he's in the Scarlet Gospels and Lord of Illusions. He's, I believe, in two more books. But, uh, yeah, it's, he's almost like a Constantine character a little bit. Uh, he is basically like a Constantine character. He's basing off all the supernatural yes, things. Yes, yes, so. it, is, it is cool. So, um, I enjoy uh, the Clyde Barker stuff and the Book of the Damned. I can get that sucker finished pretty quick. I'll get that dude probably finished you know, tomorrow or something like that, maybe tonight. Since we get Clive, and be like, I love your books, man. <laughs> I will. Man, I will. I wish, he, I, wish he'd, uh, I wish he'd get another one out. Apparently, he's, he's working on another Aberat book, which... Now would be a good time to do it because everybody's still Quarantined, yeah. Uh, I mean, I've seen more musicians putting stuff out, like metal, in the metal genre. Oh, yeah. They have nothing to do. So yeah, they've been like doing recording. tons of stuff. That's been booming. Right. Uh, but, yeah, just, um, Clive, he's supposedly working on a new horror novel. He did do a new Aberat. Well, no, he's supposedly working on a new Aberat book, but Aberat his, is like his young adult uh, series. So it was like R.L. Stein tank. Oh, from Clive Barker? I guess, but it's more fantasy. It's not horror. It's just a, it's young adult fantasy. Oh. I don't like it. It's not that great. It's got... Is it like um, the home for peculiar children type vibe or something? Uh, oh, man. I guess if you want to put it like times like 20, it's weird stuff. I mean, because you got well, like these... Well, naturally, I mean, Clive has some nightmarish yes. kind of ideas. And this, you can... But the, the, there's words in the Aberat series that you just can't pronounce. You cannot pronounce it. You're going, what, how do you say this name? And that annoys me so much because he makes up these words. You I mean, know? I mean, you can say the same thing about J.K. Rowling and Spelliamus. You can, <laughs> but you can understand. A, like, here's this syllable. Right. Barker's, you're like, I don't what know. You doing, what man? the heck is this? You know, it's it's weird. So I have not liked his Abrat series. I've read two of them. Uh, I like the art in them, but I have not enjoyed. Uh, yeah, I have not enjoyed the the Abrat books. It's very creative, very creative, but just the fact that the words are so hard to pronounce that it just it gets it throws me off because I'll be tracking them really good. Like this is a great story, Clive, and all of a sudden <laughs> here's this word. Bibbidi bobbidi boop, you know, and you should write him a letter. Like, yeah, he's hey. like, hey, you need... <laughs> <laughs> let's figure this out, Clive. I got a good idea. There's a thesaurus. Um, oh, yeah. But I feel like he's poor guy. Have you seen the picture of him lately? Mm-mm. Oh, Clive looks rough. Well, he, he doesn't. He's always kind of rough, though. No, now it looks because he yeah, was he was in a coma after going to the dentist. What? Excuse me, he had toxic shock. From what? Uh, they, they, 
did like a, they put him out or something like that to work on his teeth and he had a reaction he was in a coma almost died and then that's whenever he wrote the he finished the scarlet gospels which is cool because he's like i finished that book after <laughs> i was like whoa i gotta get this book oh, that's uh, yeah but the oh man now i feel so bad because he looks so he does not Look, he looks somebody like he's been very, very sick. He's getting still better than Stephen King. Oh yeah, yeah. He looks very, very <laughs> tiny, very shriveled old man, very hunched up, and he didn't look like that. Well, maybe uh, a be in that ago. coma for a while. Autotrophy. Oh yeah, it had to. Have. I mean, it. Oh, it just breaks my heart seeing him. Oh, maybe I'll come back after you. Like, I hope so. Cause being, uh, mm, he's a, he's my my favorite author. I mean, he's my favorite one. So he does have some good. Oh, it's so good. I love these movies. Like that was one of the things I grew up on. You ever so. see? You, ever, you never? You did never see the movie uh, Midnight Meat Train, did you? No. Don't see it. Because it reminded me too much of like something Eli Roth would do. <laughs> yeah, like, it was not good. I did not like that movie. I did not enjoy it. At I all. thought Sleepwalkers was hilarious, though. You the collaboration between one. Stephen yeah. King and. Yeah. Uh, Clive Barker it was so funny yeah. it's a dark comedy yeah. I think you would like it just don't watch it with your kids okay gotcha. yeah. <laughs> I hear you so. um, alright now we have a surprise here okay what are we gonna, we have not read this book yet correct but we have purchased this book I might book. have to stand up for this one yeah <laughs> I bought me a book a book by a millionaire philanthropist playboy extraordinaire uh huh I'm kidding he's 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 a few of those things, but I don't know which one. Um, it's called The Royal Rescue by Brandon Templeton. He's an independent author. I've seen him perform a few times on stage, so I was like, you know what? I want to yeah. read his book. Yeah. See what he's about. Sure. Uh, which I'm pretty, it's a fantasy kind of thing, so I'm pretty high sure. High fantasy. High fantasy. Really high fantasy. I mean, I would call Are high fantasy. Are we talking Tolkien kind of fantasy here? Um, yeah, I would say so. I mean, we read the description. It's got... Elves, dragons, and fairies, oh my. I mean, it's got... <laughs> it does. It's got all those things. I mean, it really does. Uh, and that... Tickles me in the fuzzy. I mean... What that does. <laughs> but, but I will say, it does have uh, a four-star review. From one person? It has one review. Uh, we... <laughs> Here's the deal. We're gonna we're gonna read it and see. Uh, I, I'll, I'll give it a read. Yeah, yeah, and I'm gonna give the book to you tonight. Right. And you're gonna read it. Okay. And you're gonna you're gonna tell me. Then you're gonna, and then I'm gonna read it. I'm gonna do my best to try to sum up. Yeah. The story. Yeah, and then I will read it, and then we'll come back and like, hey, this is what we like. This is what we, we we're, we're gonna review. We're gonna review this book. I'll be honest with you. I still have not read Lord of the Rings. It's so freaking huge. It looks like everything. I have not read Lord of the Rings. I don't. I like to, though, but. I don't want to. Because. This is why. Why? My oldest started to read this book. And he read about 100 pages. And I don't believe he really got into the story. It was just world building and that's and that's fine but you also it's called the um ah oh, there's a book that you can the Cimmerillion 
which is an encyclopedia basically just about Tolkien's world. And people, you know, read that. It's, it's a companion. It's a, it's a companion to uh, explain the world. Now, I like I like books, and I, you know, if they came out with one of these, you know, if uh, you know, if there's a series that I love, you know, and they came out with this companion book of it, I would I would get that, and I would read it, you know. So, it's for fans. I mean, if you're a big fan of Lord of the Rings, you'd get the Cimmerillion. But the I've tried to read it. And the it, it was it was the delivery is a lot different than what I'm used to. Um, I'm not a huge fantasy fan. It's only inspired every black man. I know. Fan yeah, no kidding. Right? <laughs> I'm not a fantasy fan, and I've tried. And now I like grimdark, which grimdark is basically horror fantasy. Where you know you got the horror aspects with fantasy, I enjoy that. Maybe the movie makes it easier to digest. Maybe, yeah. Because you know, you have to learn about everything about yeah. the Shire. Oh, I love. I mean, the movie. I love them. I love the the Hobbit movies. I liked better than the Lord of the Rings ones. I do you remember the Hobbit original ones. cartoon? I do. I do, man. They were fantastic. The musical, oh, it was great. I loved them. Yeah, my, I think my, my kids have ever seen those, but. I, I was like in late nineties. Oh I was yeah. just a kid when I watched that. I remember that was Amazing. so freaking cool. Uh, I remember whenever the they came out with an Xbox Lord of the Rings that was about the original, like you know, the, with the book and everything, and it was terrible, but I loved it. It was for the Xbox, the original Xbox. I got one for the GameCube, and I still haven't played it. It's Twin really? Towers. Oh, it's a, that's Twin Towers a great game. Whenever EA redid those, like basically the movie. The movie to game, you know, it's like, hey, here's the movie, go play the game. Those were not bad. I Funny mean, story, I, they I, were not I got bad. into a little haggling fight with the guy I bought the GameCube uh-huh. from. He's like, hey, I got this and this and this. And I, I also got FIFA. And I was like, you, I was like, you can keep FIFA. And he's like, no, I'll just send it to you. And I was like, no, you can really keep it. And he's like, no, it's no problem. <laughs> <laughs> you want to give it away? <laughs> you take FIFA. I was like, no, I don't want but yeah, I still haven't played the Lord of the Rings on GameCube. Actually, I haven't played GameCube at all. I yeah. got Animal Crossing. I got both Zeldas for it. And oh. I still haven't played it. Nice. I need to. I want to get uh, my Nintendo Wii can play GameCube games because I got one of the last Wiis that can play GameCube games, which was huge because they got rid of that uh, ability right. a long time ago so I I still have one and I'm so pumped back so I remember whenever because mine got blown away and the tornado was like I gotta get another one so I bought another one but I made sure it was one to play game games and the only reason I like it because that's the only way that I can play uh, Def Jam Fight for New York oh, but that. now apparently the new Xbox that's coming out this year they play all X, all Xbox games so I will be eventually able to play. You can play Stubbs and Zombie on there too. Yeah, I can play Stubbs, but yeah. also I'll be able to play the original Def Jam Fight for New York, and it'll be upgraded graphics. I will be so happy. That There's, will be fantastic. You know, nothing beats getting trained by Henry Rowling. Oh, I loved that game. It was uh, so good. I bought it twice because the first one the disc cracked. Yeah. So I had to buy it again. Yeah. I put about fifty dollars into buying that. That was thing. such a good game, dude. I, know, I like it so. Oh, much. it was so. It was so. And good. the music, and it grows on you too. Yeah, like. it was. It was great. I mean, oh, Def Jam was so 
I never played the original. It was like wrestling. I never. Uh, played I it. heard it's not as good. No, the fight I, for I really shouldn't give it a try. Though. Yeah, the fight for New York was excellent. The one after it, I. The graphics are oh, very pretty. Show me that. Yeah, like, but you're slow, like in real life. Yeah, the graphics are very pretty. It's fun. I like but how everything vibrates. Yeah, I mean, that's cool. And you can control the music, you know, and then you can make it, like, you know, you can control the music right here, and then you can make it hit the other person. That's fun. But just the fighting aspect of it was not as good as in uh, Fight for New York. And the character customization was just awesome, too. I oh, yeah. Why. I mean, I love that. I hope that that is one that will come uh, out for the original, like, you can play on the new Xbox because... There's so many old Xbox One games, like, sorry, Xbox One, the original Xbox games that I want to play, like, you know, Soul Reaver, Def Jam. Uh, I wish they'd remake that because there are so many new rappers that can play into yeah, that. Yeah. It would be amazing. That would be great. Did they, they, put, they never put Eminem in there, did they? No, no. That was, I think that was before his rise. Or maybe it was like beginning. Maybe. I think you're right. So, yeah. They had Blaze in there. Yeah, they did. Whoever that is. They had um, they had, uh, <laughs> they had Bless, um, that's his name. Uh, Buster yeah. Rhymes. Yeah. Flavor Flav. Exhibit was probably, well, he was pretty tough. Who was the toughest guy we fought? Uh, Flavor Flav was probably. Flavor Flav was hard. The work, Buster like, Rhymes I thought was a little tough. Uh, what's that one guy? It was really, really hard. Um, I forgot his name. Ah. It'll come to me later, but yeah. he was just like, really hard to get. Yeah. You had to go through him before you got. Was it fit, no, 50 Cent went in there, was he? No. It would have been cool if he was. Though. Yeah. 50 Cent was making his own games. Yeah. Which, Blood in the Sand. I liked the second one. It was great. I, I never got to play all that. This second game was really stinking fun. Like, it was really, really fun. It was dumb. Did it have his own music? Did yeah, it, it did. It was his own. St 50 Cent does a concert like in Afghanistan or something and then the guy can't pay him so he's like here here's your crystal skull like a diamond skull like it's a skull with, with diamonds okay that's cool payment and then that skull gets stolen so he's like I'm gonna go find my skull so Fiddy <laughs> uses all this militia somehow and all these weapons and goes and kills the people that stole his skull and looking back on it, you realize how much cheese was in the early oh, 2000s. Oh, man. Like, you seen his movie, Get Rich or Die Trying? No. That was such a try-hard movie. Really? More like try-hard and die trying. <laughs> because looking back on it, you're like, no way that happened. That's not what the report said happened. It's <laughs> like, <laughs> so come on, man. I mean, I've never, I haven't seen it. Uh, it's not bad, but you know the whole Hollywood fight. Oh, up. sure. Like, yeah. Yeah. I I did like the... Uh, I think it was called Blood in the Sand was the I think Blood in the Sand was the second one and I enjoyed that a lot I did not play the first one I played a little bit uh, but the man the second one it was a blast it was fun it was fun dumb game that you just shot stuff and got money and leveled up your guns made your guns gold encrusted you know Oh, one question. How do I get Journey on my PS4? You can get it free right now, actually. If you go So home, you're saying whenever I go to update it tomorrow... You I can, can go on the store, and you might have to get your... If you have a PlayStation account or whatever. But, yes, it is free right now. Right now it's free. Let's see if I can get that. Oh, it's so awesome. good. Journey is such not a the destination. Game. 
It's the journey. journey. Yeah. Uh, that was such a great game. It was so peaceful, and I, I the endings what got me. Oh, you're on your mm-hmm. way there, and I was like, no, no, no. Yeah, it's it's a great game. Uh, I've played that game twice, and I've enjoyed it. I have that. But does it have to be online, or can you just straight up? I don't play think it? it has to be. I don't think it has to be. I have that as one of my uh, ringtones. Like the, I mean, that ringtones on my alarm. Like I have one of those sounds like you know that wake me up in the mor- in the morning. Yeah, yeah, just I have that whole soundtrack. I love that soundtrack, and I don't buy soundtracks from video games. Like hardly ever, <laughs> I don't. Um, but that one is good. It's really really good. Uh, so. Yeah, uh, we're, so back to our book. We're going to review this book. Yeah, we're going to see. Try to see how fast I can get through this. Are you a fast reader? You're a little faster than me, I think. Kind of. Um, but sometimes I, I'll read it two or three times if I'm like, wait a second, what? What? Yeah, <laughs> you have to go back. Yeah, and yes. it's like, what are you trying to say? And then I'll be yes. like, okay, now I'll get you. Yeah, I'm the same way. I haven't, I, I, I'm just a... Gosh, of course, I did read these other two books pretty quick recently, but they're young adults, so I read those a little bit quicker. Oh but, yeah, like the the Goosebumps books, I can breathe. Can, right yeah, through that those. stuff like you, uh, that stuff is so easy to read, uh, which it, it should be. Um, mm-hmm. But like you know the, gosh, I mean some of these novels that it takes me a while. You know, some people might read a basically some people might read a book in two weeks. It might take me a month. You know, just because that's how slow of a reader I am. Um, but just again, because I can't sit down and just read it, I have to do something else. Right. But we're excited about it. So give me your gut reaction. What do you think this book is going to be like? I'm guessing uh, we're going to have tropes, just like, you know, War of the Rings, The Hobbit. Do you think um, there'll be trolls? There was actually a Shire, I think, mentioned in this thing. What? Or something. Well, there was something. Some like little hole in the, like some people living in the earth. I'm looking for... And I'm really just... I could be mistaken, but I could have sworn there was something in the description that alluded to the fact there's some type of hobbity thing. I'm looking for a self-insert. That's yeah, what I'm looking so. for. Yeah. I'm looking for... <laughs> I'm looking for familiar phrases I've heard before. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, not that I've ever heard them before at a bar or anything. Sure, but, sure, sure, yeah. But... <laughs> yeah, yeah. What if this is like a really good book? Then, then, and then I will bite my tongue. Yeah, then we'll be like, hey, good on you. Go buy this book. It's fun. Yeah, I'll, I'll have But the thing is, I've never read The closest thing to reading fantasy was my friend, we'll call him the tree person. Okay. The tree person mm-hmm. in high school. Loved me this book that was like about this elf. This group of these elves were the, um, it's like the women were in charge of this society. Huh. And if the men disobeyed them, they would beat them with sticks. I forgot the name of that book. I almost tempted to add him huh. on my friends list just to just ask to see him that book. what the name of that book was because it was such. It was like the first ever fantasy book I ever read, and normally they don't really grab me. Like I know, that. but I was just wondering what was going to happen next. Right. So I was actually, I actually read it. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, that's awesome. And he's like, yeah, there's about 10 or 12 other books. And I was like, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> if I would have got it the moment it was released, maybe right. I'd be on the story. Right. But. Well, that's the thing with fantasy. And I don't know why, because I, I love horror. And, you know, the books I'm talking about, like right now, like, you know, Harry Potter and 
you know, the, the Last Apprentice, those are in a way fantasy. They are fantasy, but they're supernatural. They deal with you know Halloween and stuff like that. Just our our genre, you know. But the fantasy stuff is just you got this. There's a you have to dive deep into this stuff. Well, there was one fantasy book I really really liked. What was the guy who um, had the bees? Bees. Yeah, yeah all the bees were attracted to this guy. You know what I'm talking about, right? They oh, made a movie. Out the Candyman? No, Anthony Hopkins played in the movie of it. Were you know what I'm talking about, right? It's like it was all the bees. And it was like a CGI movie with Anthony Hopkins. You know what I'm talking about, oh, right? Oh come on! Yeah. Uh, Oh, I read that book. I remember Anthony, but Anthony Hopkins has been in some CG movies before. He this was, is CGI, though. This yeah, is yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, he was in Beowulf. Beowulf. That it? I read that book. Okay. Yeah. Now, that's like, that deals, that deals with like some, like, mythology. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so I think, see, because sometimes I think mythology and fantasy are, oh, man, I'm going to say this. I think they're different, but I can totally see what people say that I'm wrong. I, I, I could totally see that. But I like Norse mythology. Norse mythology? Norse is mythology cool. is friggin' cool. It I does like have it. It's the bleakest kind of, um, what, what, what do you call it? The end of the world? Yeah. Uh, yeah. The bleakest thing ever where the dragons fall as the sun. And yeah. the, the world's just yes. left in darkness. I thought that was just. So oh, yeah, cool. yeah. It's like, <laughs> it has no. It's like, you know, like, there's nothing done. happy about this at all. <laughs> yeah. So, but I like the Norse mythology. Now, people could make an argument that's fantasy. To me, I don't know why, but that's not. But maybe it's because I've read up on Norse mythology and I'm aware of it. So I yeah, guess... They believed it for a long they time did. before they met anybody. So. so I'm guessing just if I was introduced to, you know, the Lord of the Rings type of fantasy, I would be, okay, this is cool, Lord of the Rings stuff, and I just know how to read it. You know, I'd be, you know, right. well-equipped. Easy Cause, transition. Yeah, because people reading horror novels now, they'd be like, what the heck, this is confusing to me. I might be saying, oh, no, that's fine. Yeah, I, I get it. Taking heathens. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, w with that said, you know, reading this fantasy, it is going to be a little harder for me just because I'm not big in fantasy. Uh, but who knows? Maybe this will be really good. We if it makes me laugh, I think that's... That'd be, good. That'd, be a, <laughs> that'd be a goal right there. There you go, yeah. We'll see what happens. Yeah, so. I think Carl Pan's Rams book probably made me laugh more, but we'll see. Yeah? I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Have you read that yet, by the way? No, I got it. I still yeah, got it. So I, I still got it on my, with my books. And, okay, if you let's put Lords of Chaos with the Pan's Ram book, uh -huh. um, the Journal of Merger. Uh -huh. I think Journal of Murder is the most twisted I've ever read in my life. No. And there are parts of that book that actually disgusted me. But I think that's actually a powerful tool. If you can make, evoke emotion mm. in any kind of writing, I think you're Oh, I agree. Really good. That's why, um, well, that's why Clyde Barker, um, uh, you know, I used to hate King, but I mean, Stephen King, uh, Pet Cemetery, that ending is, gosh, it's so good. Uh, the Stand. Um, My dad actually Joe had Hill. me read The Green Mile when I was a freshman in high school. Really? Did you like it? I asked him. I was like, yeah, dad, uh, how's The Green Mile? He's like, oh, it's fine. Here, read these. And it was a little Yes, it ones. came in a little like a... He's, he's done that with... I think Green Mile was the only one he did that with. I thought it was good, but then after reading it, I was like, where's the horror? 
Yeah, like, Dad, really... you said, you know, he does scary stuff. And he's like, well, I wanted you to... Yeah, sometimes you know, he doesn't. Uh, his... Drama, I guess. Yeah, um, Elevation was a very tiny book that he did. But uh, Stephen King did, but it was amazing. It's one of his best. Um, it's a very tiny book, like 120 pages. Um, it just talks about this guy that is constantly... Um, he's losing gravity, so he's floating up in the air. What kind of concept is that? Oh, but it's like terrifying. Cause, I mean, think about this. Like, you know, you don't have, you have no way of like getting on the ground. Like you're... Con- Dude, I've had dreams like that before. Well, this one is like that where, you know, hey, what would you do? And the ending is... is Stay in your house? Hopefully he does, but then he's like, the point you know, I want to live. And he can't because he has to like tie weight on his feet. And But like if you hold, it's kind of like if you hold, if he were to hold... um. A, a brick that brick would float up like so anything he holds it loses gravity dude Elevation's a great book loved that book I'll ask Dad if he's read it have you read his short story about the guy who um, was some kind of plane crash no and he's starving no and all that's with him is heroin so he eats part of his arm and uses the heroin Take the edge off while he's oh cannibalizing gosh. himself. Yeah. Did you hear about that? Yeah, um, I forgot the name of that short story, but it was really interesting. And Dad told me, he's like, oh, if you want to read something short by him, read this because it's really short. You can get through it. There's a, yeah, it, it's this, it's this, I don't know if it's one, it was, it was an old one or it's a new one because there was a series that he released that was specifically about like plane crashes. <laughs> This was a little bit older because okay. I believe I was at least a sophomore in high okay. school when so my dad was introducing me. I wouldn't mind re- I've heard his short stories are great. He's got another uh, book coming out. Because he talked to a doctor before he wrote it, and he was asking if uh, you can sustain yourself on the nutrients of a human body. And then the doctor pretty much answered him, and he's like, oh, maybe I'll write this short story. It may have... Maybe it wasn't in Skeleton Crew? Uh, maybe uh, another short story. Yeah, he's he's got a new uh, he's got a new book coming out. I think within a month or less. Again? Yep, and it's a short story. He usually releases about one to two a year, um, but the one that's a short story and uh, it's looking to be pretty good. It's called If It Bleeds or something like that, and it has the cat from Pet Cemetery on the front. Sometimes he gets you to my dad's and let you see his collection and let you guys talk about it. I'd like to see it. And see how you guys uh, yeah. converse. I'd like to see that because he's read all those, you know. So, all right. Well, hey, we will go ahead and. Uh, is there anything else you want to talk about? Um, were you missing anything? Missing anything? Ah, uh, yeah, I am actually. All right. Well, what kind? I of am you? listening to "Written by Wolves." This band called "Written by Wolves." Um. Dude, uh, I bought a song from them because uh, I got some free songs I can get from uh, iTunes. Um, it's to test the song is called "To Tell You the Truth." Oh, there's another song from them called uh, "Start the Fire." Um, yeah, written by Wolves, fantastic. Um, I also I can't remember the name is escaping me. Oh shoot, I've looked them up a whole bunch and I forgot. Just look up on YouTube uh, the rock cover of uh, Iris. Um, 
I don't want to go and I don't want the world to see me. So, so Goo Goo Dolls. Goo Goo Dolls. Okay, so the song Iris from Goo Goo Dolls, somebody made a heavy metal version of it. Oh, nice. It's great. It's good. And it's not like super, I mean, it's, it's heavy, but it's not like, um, What's ironic is uh, the lead singer of the Goo Goo Dolls was actually in a yes, band. Yes, we had about the discussion last time, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh my gosh, that's a great, great song. Uh, you need to look it up and see it. It's, um, I can't remember the band, but the cover song is, is great. Uh, the remake is, is very good. Um, then I'm also listening to... Uh, Amarath, they got a song called 365 is very good. Uh, there's, uh, there's some bands I'm just totally flaking on. There's a band called Eminence I really like. They got some pretty uh, violin in there. Uh, State of Mind is a really good band. Uh, you remember the song from Rascal Flatts called What Hurts the Most? It it's a very, a very sad song. Well, they these guys remade it into a heavy metal version. <laughs> it's good, and it's still you know it's still got some slow stuff, but it's got a little heavy metal uh, edge to it. Yeah, I've been listening to some really great stuff lately. So, what about you? Oh man, I've been listening to a lot of. Uh, this is probably going to sound very inappropriate, but I've been listening to a lot of death metal and yeah. like gore grind. I guess that's what it's called. Uh -huh. It's basically a mixture of hardcore punk and death metal. Uh -huh. And the songs are really short, but they put so much intensity to yeah. 30 or 45 seconds of the song. Huh. That it almost reminds me of, I want to say Hatebreed. Yes. But imagine Hatebreed on steroids. Whoa. I remember Hatebreed. Hate, I only, them in concert. You did just a Hatebreed in concert? I didn't like it because I got the crap knocked down. In oh, the, in I remember you told pit. me about this. <laughs> yes, I remember you told me this. They're, they had two favorite songs. Was uh, My favorite, the only two songs I liked for them was called... Uh, I will be heard in perseverance. Those are the only two songs I like from them. And then they had like the symbol on the further album, like the Boy Scouts. You notice that? No. Yeah, I didn't notice that. Like, uh, actually, Mr. Branson pointed that out to me. Huh? I because I, I had the album one day. We did our running. Yes. And then I, I stayed at Ryan's place, and the next day at school, I had the album sitting on my desk, and Mr. Brown's like, "Oh, ah, I see this band likes the Boy Scouts," and I was like, "What do you mean?" And he's like, "Oh, well, this." It's right here. It looks like the Boy Scout symbol. That's wild. And I was like, no. That's um, wild, man. So, I don't know. It's just crazy stuff. That is. And that was a running music at one time. Yeah. I don't know why. I bet you if I tried to run like we did that night, mm -hmm. I would not be able to last <laughs> real long. Because <laughs> we ran around the whole town while yeah, listening to Yeah, we did. Me. Yeah, I remember that. It was it great. Was, it was awesome. Yeah. I remember that, yeah. I, I, I Will Be Heard and Perseverance were two just great, great songs. It, it was great, but it brought out some of the crazies. It did. And that's why I, I've been listening to Gordon Bryan lately, because it's got that uh -huh. intensity, but it's wrapped up in such a short time period. Huh, interesting. Like, there's this band called, um, uh, I wish I could remember. Uh, I, I need to look it up before I say it properly, otherwise I'll... Sound, you know, uh, sound uncultured. I understand. You don't want to do that. How dare you? I know, right? Uh, what would people say? Pig Destroyer, that's the name Hate of it. Hate? It's called Hate Destroyer? Pig Destroyer. <laughs> I know it sounds funky, but I was watching a clip okay. where they look like 
You remember bands like uh, Newfound Glory? Oh yeah. And Cartel. Oh yeah. Trauma. Yeah. Like they look like that. They're really? on stage, and they're they're doing this hardcore stuff, and yeah. the guy's microphone breaks, and so he throws it down, and he's screaming his lungs out. He looks like he's about ready to pass out. <laughs> And he gets through it. It's a really short song, but then, like, everybody in the audience just kind of shocked. And they're like... Oh, that's awesome. And then awesome. they start clapping. <laughs> People don't clap at those shows. <laughs> <laughs> it was so great. I was like... That's great. Oh. <sighs> and so, yeah, I've been listening to that and kind of hyped me up. I'm like, all right, I'm going to go clean this room. <laughs> Listen to this. Let's I'm, do this. I'm like, yeah. You, there's a song about licking somebody's eyeballs. And it's like, Omri, you're going to clean this room. Yeah. That put me up. <laughs> yeah, basically. Like there imagine if Slipknot's heaviest riffs were compressed into little segments. Okay. And I'm thinking that's why it's they're so short because these guys are winded. I bet you they when are. When they get done with yeah. it. They're like, Okay, that's a wrap. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um I know you know, I noticed a lot of their imagery is they're over the top, kind of like black metal. Yeah. They want their album covers to be extreme. Uh-huh. So you see some cheesy sure. stuff. Sure. Yeah, kind of like the horror, the horror novels we used to watch whenever we were kids. Let's find the ones that have the worst, cheesiest, like, yeah. cover. We would go to the movie gallery and be like, oh, let's see something that looks like it was done with Photoshop. Yes. And then we would grab that and yep. watch it. Yep. The worst one we'd seen, I think, was a movie called Birds. I don't remember. You, know, you talk about the birds, not the... Not the not the Hitchcock one, are you? No, this okay. one was like set in the uh, the 1800s, and the cover looked terrifying. Yes. You know? And then you watch it, and it's like they're just... Um, the CGI birds, I think I remember. It was like uh, this, these creatures that were giant and white, uh-huh. and this guy looks under the bed, and this giant and white creature is like... <laughs> and it looked... PlayStation 1 graphics. <laughs> so bad. Yeah. Uh, I'm almost tempted to buy it just for that. Yeah. Just so we can revisit it again and you can make your wife watch it. <laughs> I remember there was a movie that, uh, something with exorcisms, but I remember that it was this, there was this house that there was doing an exorcist in, that an exorcism in, and the exorcist comes to the house. Well, then all of a sudden people start getting possessed in the house. And when people get possessed, they kind of become zombies. So people all of a sudden they'll be one way and they'll turn around and they have the white makeup and the dark circles under their eyes and they're like (laughs) (laughs) they broke the bank on that one and it's really really bad because the people before they turn into zombie exorcist things they want to try to have sex with the person and then they say no and then they get mad and then all of a sudden it's you know, white makeup, black under the eyes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was so bad. But I remember the, the cover of that was, you're looking at it going, oh, their entire budget was on this cover. Yeah. I mean, that was it. Like, we want, how much it costs? thousand dollars. Great. Do it. Now, how much you spend on your money? I mean, at, so, least how much? Yeah. at least 200. <laughs> at, at least. At least 200. On the makeup. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they pay a guy like maybe 20 bucks to make that cover sure. on the computer. Sure. Uh, uh, I mean, I, oh, it's just, yeah, those are the days. But I prefer that over these guys who are like, um, oh, it's, um, what, what's it called? They say it's more psychological horror. Oh, yeah. To me, that is a cheap way of saying we didn't spend a dime sure, sure. on this movie. Like, 
The Blair Witch Project, everybody talks about what a masterpiece it is. I'll tell you right now, I hate it. Why? Right away. Yes, why? Because you're going to hear a coyote. I know. You're going to hear a bird. I know. Those are the things that we hear when you're out yeah. in the woods. You don't. Instead, you hear sticks breaking. Yes. But you don't get to see anything. Never. You should at least get to see but you know, you... a flash of a witch. You at don't. Least. No. Which, that's lazy filmmaking. <laughs> but it was genius because they made tons of money on that. Well, you know, they did the same thing with the Taste of Chainsaw Massacre. They said this actually happened. Sure. And basically with uh, the Blair Wish, they just told the actors, the actresses, I, hide yourself. Don't yeah. be seeing by anybody yeah. for a while. And they're like, okay. And people bought it. Yeah. It was, br- it was brilliant. I wish I would have done that. I suppose that. And it was on a handheld camera. I still think it's such a... A cheap way out to say, oh, a psychological story. That's just a way of saying, oh, we're saving money by not showing anything. Sure. Did you watch The Book of the Shadows? Which, that was bad. I liked The Book of really? Shadows. Really? Oh, it was I terrible. I really did. I really did. Because it, it was, I don't know, the first one I thought. Sure, was this just, was like a horror movie. I mean, yeah. It actually had stuff yeah. going on. Yeah, I agree. Now, did you watch the, the new one? There's a new one? Yeah, there's a third one. It came out not too no. long ago. Yeah, they remade it like a couple years ago. Called Blair Witch. I've wanted to watch it. I need to go see my dad because I assure you he probably has it. I really want to watch it. It's supposedly supposed to be really good. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's uh, it's doing the Blair Witch and they came up with a video game called the Blair Witch. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I thought the first Blair Witch was so bad that the Book of Shadows was better. Okay. Fair but enough. at the same time, there was so much stuff cut out of the Book of Shadows and I thought uh, it was a really awesome it was, concept. It was. It seemed like it was very choppy. Yeah. I could see that. Because I guess there was a lot of scenes that weren't too long to make the cut. So uh-huh. like, mm. I uh, I really did like, uh, I like that first one. I personally did because of, sorry, the the movie itself I did not like, but everything else combined. You could have made that in your backyard. I know. And I'm here going, this is brilliant. These guys are like, hey, there's this weird idea. Let's go ahead and make this fake idea and let's videotape it. Okay, fun. Um, I I did I did like that. It was totally just. Yeah. I like the Scooby Doo version of that better. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, but I want to see the new one, and it's it came out I think two or three years ago. Maybe it's no, it was, it was two, less than two, less than two, about a year and a half ago. Hmm. Um, yeah, I want to watch it. Um, but I'm kind of a wuss on scary movies now. What do you mean? I can't watch my scary movies. No. Seriously. I bet you if I was in here with both you and your wife, I'd probably make you guys laugh. You could. I, I I can watch some scary movies with you. Um, because I'm like, oh, here comes a joke. I know. Here. Brace yourself. And <laughs> I just, I can't. Oh, scary movies. It's still, I can't. I can't watch scary movies like I used to. I can't. I can read. You could. I can read tons of scary books all day and night. You give me whatever you want. But scary movies, kind of a wimp on them a little bit. I am. But I need to. I need to uh, watch the Blair Witch. So they have to have some really convincing, homemade kind of stuff. To yeah. Actually, sure. Stir something in me because. I don't know, the CGI stuff. So yeah, I, I agree. I agree. So. Like you might as well be playing a video game with all that on there. So. Some of the video games I can't like. The Resident Evil 7? I can't play that. It's too scary. No. I gotta like do it in pay, like little pieces. So Resident Evil 3. You uh, love. Uh, Nemesis. Yeah, they remade that so one. great. No. Yeah, they remade it. Better graphics and everything. Yeah. Now we gotta buy that now. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I got the second one. They even did the second one. That's supposed to be really good. I played the first one. I remember the first one. I remember the, the sharks. I bought the first one on PS. Uh, I'll get the get the remade one. It's good. Dang it! The only way so keep coming good. out with this stuff. I oh, buy the original, so and they're like, "Oh, we got this." Yep, yep. The remade one is better. 
I'll try it. All right. Okay. Well, hey, we are coming to the end of our podcast. So anyways, um, we just hope and pray that you guys are doing great and uh, staying safe out there. Wear a mask, wear gloves, and keep a distance. Yep. Have hand sanitizer and just making sure you guys are doing the best you can. Um, Yeah, just uh, this will be over eventually, one day, you know? Maybe uh, another two weeks. <laughs> we'll Maybe. see. Maybe. I mean, it's. We'll see. I, don't, I mean, I hear, I hear two weeks and I've heard two months. I heard it's pinking out right now. Yeah. But. I've, I've heard, you know, like, okay, here we're going to start opening up some uh, some states here. But then I've heard people say there's going to be another. And then I heard there's going to be a protest in Missouri people, and it's like, oh. And I've heard there's going to be another run of it. Like, oh my gosh, there's going to be a second wave come through. It's... Which is possible because that happens in Spanish. Yep. So, so I'm going to still do the same thing I did. Wear a mask. Yeah. Keep my so it's going to be a crazy deal. But we just hope and pray everybody's doing good. And uh, stay safe out there. And we just really hope and pray that you guys, uh, you know, gosh, if you've lost your job, we hope that's not... If you, you, there's a lot of places that are hiring, I'll tell you that. There's a lot of places that's hiring around here. Hopefully that stimulus check helped. Yeah, totally. I agree. So. All right. Well, hey, this is the Midnight 30 Podcast. Thank you for listening. Check us out on Facebook. Like it. Tell us what we're, tell us what you like about it in the comments. Tell us what you don't like. Um, we put stuff up there every single day. Um, we do a podcast at least once a week. And just uh, tell us what you like, tell us what you don't, and uh, listen to the podcast and share it and tell your buddies about it. So we're some guys in the Midwest just talking about life. So. All right. Well, with that, this is the Minute 30 Podcast. I am Angel. And I'm Jeremy. And we are Go. See you guys. Uh, later.